0: Got a contract signing in the National Hockey League, uh, specifically the Pacific Division that will impact the competition that the Vegas Golden Knights uh, will face. uh, Preseason game number six for the VGK against the Colorado Avalanche uh, tonight. We'll tee up uh, that one. You'll hear from Bruce Cassidy in just a moment. And a big upset in the first of our four polls that are going to determine the category for the game recap uh, during the course of this season on the VGK Insider Show. Uh, last year it was cards. The year before it was Bob Ross paintings. And they, the first qualifier is in. And we do have a winner by one percentage point. Uh, that result in a second after we bring in Ashley Vice, uh, the ringside reporter on Scripps Sports for the Vegas Golden Knights, along with Darren Millard and Chris Chapman here at T-Mobile Arena. Uh, Ashley, I want you to know, That I tried to get you the night off from radio, like any (laughs) responsibilities from radio tonight. And I got you off the pregame show because everybody leans on you the most. And so I'm trying to just – it's a night off for the TV folks. TNT's got the game. And I thought, uh, let's get Ashley uh, a, a bit of a quiet, quieter night. And what happens is Chapman says, "No, I already asked her. I don't want to offend her. So can she come on the Insider Show? I'm like, the whole idea of getting her off the pregame show was to give her a night off, and now we're doubling down on you.
1: <laughs> no, I'll be throwing back some gummy bears in the press box tonight, so I should probably get my work in to earn those. It's all good. Nothing what? I'd rather be doing than chatting with you guys honestly
0: where do you watch the game when you're if you're not doing a a script sports contest
1: usually in the press box uh and sometimes with darren millar sometimes with you we sit there and chat sometimes we find a quiet room that we go in and sit sometimes i sit uh with our public relations and social media staff uh, bother people who are actually working. Uh, that's why sometimes I, I gravitate toward you because otherwise I'm sitting next to people who are supposed to be doing their jobs. I forget that just because I have the night off doesn't mean they have the night off. But yeah, sit there, take it all in. Kind of like a fan, but in the press box, you can't cheer up there. But outside of that, you know, it's not not too bad of a place to be. Except Chapman, I'm sure I don't know if you've noticed this, but the snacks in preseason are not fully stocked. So There's still <laughs> gummy bears, so that's important. But I normally do like a gummy bear peanut m&m combination there haven't been the peanut m&m so i don't know hopefully regular season they're back we'll have to talk to garrett and india about that
2: yeah i'm not going to say anything bad about the press box food but see as usual darren only tells half the story so while he <laughs> volunteered you to have the night off he also volunteered dan duva who also had the night off to join me in the broadcast but uh i wasn't at the game tuesday night i, I watched a broadcast on television and you were in the hosting role, and I got to say, you did an amazing job, first of all. But what was that experience like for you to be maybe in, in, in a different role than, than what you were used to?
1: It's fun. Uh, it was a challenge. It's always different uh, stepping into that role. It's a big credit to, to Darren Millard. A lot of people, he seems so natural when he's on there. I'm not just pumping his tires because he's on the line right now. But oh, you should see the, like the huge so smile on his face. Oh, no,
0: seriously, Ashley, go on, so go on, go on. It
1: so and easy for him that I think that the majority of viewers think it just like comes to him, but I see him working, you know, all day up until showtime, up until he comes on the insider show. And then, you know, when he goes to the desk. Um, So, you know, when I'm, you know, kind of stepping into that role and trying to fill his shoes as best as I can. I honestly have learned a lot from him and follow some of the same processes. So uh, it gives you a, a new respect for everything that he does, but it's a lot of fun. It's just, I, I always like what I do. I really like the opportunity to, you know, be be downstairs and talk with players, of course. But it's fun to be in that hosting role because you just get to sit there and talk hockey for, you know, an extended period of time, which obviously you two like to do or I want to be talking to you right now. So, hey, you know, right. it was a lot of fun. I really appreciated the team. Giving me the chance to do it, and I appreciate your positive feedback. I'm sure people are going to be saying the same thing about you when you host pregame tonight, Chapman.
2: Well, as long as you don't call me Ryan at the end of this interview, yeah, I, I think. Oh, I did I you really I just, just do that?
1: Do that? I we were past that.
0: I thought we were past that. My, too. my <laughs> ego, my
2: ego took a beating. <laughs> yeah, okay, at least well,
1: Derek England didn't call me Darren on the set. That would have been the karma I probably deserved. But, uh.
0: Okay, if we're gonna go down this path, is it true, yes or no, that Chapman breezed you the other night? <laughs> oh, man.
1: So I will just give everyone the. This is the insider show, right? So yes, the inside yes. scoop of what happened here. I think there were some technical issues on the back end. It's no, they were they were Chapman is issues. The cliche that everyone loves. Um, so he was just running a little bit behind, giving me a call to be on the show. So when he called me and I answered, I said, "Oh, hi, Chapman. How are you?" And he said, what? "Gosh, what? I forget the exact phrase he used. Uh, don't have time to chat. Sorry." I
2: think I apologize first. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, don't have time to chat. So it was kind of a breeze, but it was a um, sincere breeze, and I did not take it personally. I understood you had a job to do, but that's the story. That's the story.
0: Well, they, story. Weren't, they weren't technical issues. For all the issues. viewers who
1: have been following the saga, or sorry, listeners who have been following the saga.
0: You got Chapman, is what happened, because they weren't, they weren't technical issues, they were Chapman issues.
1: That's just how I'm going to approach everyone when I don't feel like talking. Don't it's a Chapman. Chat, sorry.
0: Uh, what's, what's Camp been like for you as you come up with different storylines on, on the first five preseason games and uh, gathering content for uh, the Golden Knights and Nighttime Plus and uh, yeah. over on the web because uh, it's, it's a camp that we've never been through before.
1: Yeah, it's been fun, but it's felt very long. I swear camp has felt longer than the offseason felt in some ways. Uh, it's not, a, not in a bad way at all. It's just it really does feel like the opening of training camp was quite some time ago, I think. You know, part of it is that we are doing every game. So that that's the good news is we've had a really good opportunity to, you know, get our uh, footing with all of uh, the new script sports. So obviously, as you know, Darren, it's a lot of the same crew on the back end, but just making sure that everyone's aligned. We work with a great new pregame producer. Uh, his name is Taylor. That's been fantastic. But I think uh, I almost feel like we're getting close to, you know, season form just because it seems like camp has lasted so long. But it's been uh, really fun to – be around and kind of just notice how light everything's – like we talked about how light and fun everything was surrounding the team, surrounding the locker room at the end of last season, and it is 100% just picked up right where it left off. Like you just get the sense that you're kind of walking into a room of best friends. Like you can't talk to one guy in the locker room without another guy sitting next to him chirping him the entire time. So uh, I think that's been the most fun part for me. Um, and it's always fun, uh, you know, to watch the different guys who are trying to fight for a spot. Those are always the storylines that, you know, in preseason we're really honing on because uh, those are, I guess, the bigger storylines than the guys who are only playing one or two games that are really, just, you know, trying to get their legs back under them. So what about you, though, Darren? How have you well, felt about it all?
0: You know what I noticed this training camp? A, a great development. Ashley Vice and Nick Hager talking again.
1: Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: They're they're talking and and that was uh, that was not the case at the towards the back half of last year.
1: That was not. Nick Hague was under the impression that I was bad luck. Uh, my presence <laughs> in general, he believed, was bad luck. Uh, he believes that I jinxed him one time, and we were on. You know, it was a rocky road up until the <laughs> Stanley Cup final. Uh, of course, I stayed away from him in the Stanley Cup final because I sure as heck wasn't going to be the blame <laughs> for that. No. Uh, but. Yes, we have, uh, I walked up to him the first day of camp. I said, are we clear? Are we off on the right foot now? Are we good to go? You want a cup? And you said, yes, but uh, you're on a short leash. So <laughs> I'll keep you guys posted. <laughs> I will keep you guys posted. Those were the exact words. I'm on a short leash. So just so everyone knows that in particular, the topic I am not ever allowed to talk to Nick Hague about is uh, his discipline because if I commend him, or if I commend the team, there was a point that the team was the least penalized team in the league. And I asked him about that, and I believe they took a penalty within, like, 15 seconds. It was the game in <laughs> yeah. Pittsburgh, and it was a lot of penalties to follow that game. So he and was then like, it was you know, done. I think it was the again. Calgary yes, game. He is uh, a believer. He, is a, he won't call himself superstitious, but he is very much, <laughs> uh, seems to be a believer in the broadcast drinks, as I think a lot of fans are as well.
0: Uh, before we let you go, uh, we got Bruce Cassidy standing by. And we'll get to his media availability uh, from this morning. We have our second poll up for okay. the categories that will be used to the category that will be used for the game recap uh, this year. It was Bob Ross paintings a couple of years ago, uh, cars, uh, chili peppers, cars peppers, uh, peppers uh, a couple of years ago. Forgot about the peppers thing, uh, and and this year we're looking for a new category. And uh, the categories to choose from today, you can go to uh, to magnum 702 ryan the hockey guy and and choose but uh, which one of these would you select uh, as as categories chapman
2: okay so our options here are desserts vacation Ooh. spots oh pro wrestlers star wars characters
0: so it's one to five and you'd have uh, uh five offerings and you choose like the vacation uh, it would be let's go um like bora 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 would be great, and I'm not going to go down the road of the bad vacation spots because I'll end up offending somebody uh, right now (laughs) before I need to. So uh, which one of those? Star Wars characters, uh, desserts would be an easy one, Uh, vacation spots. What do you got?
1: I'm in between on desserts and vacation spots. Uh, I'll go desserts. That's an easy
2: one. So what would be your your best dessert? So we rate it five to one best obviously oh, would be a 5. So okay. what would be your number one dessert? Like your your favorite best.
0: And if they if the okay. if they beat somebody night, like the Stanley Cup final game, that would, would be, be a five. The, the, with 5 and uh, the other night would have been a, a 1. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um you know, warm chocolate chip cookies got to be up there. Just a oh, nice yeah. warm chocolate chip cookie that's cooked perfectly.
2: Oh, Soft, where you get that you gooey, break it and it's kind of the yeah. chips are gooey. Oh, it's the yeah. best. Yeah. Right out of the oven. Yes.
1: Falling apart. What, yeah. What do we
0: have for for a, a bad one? The Christmas uh, cake. Oh fruit cake. Oh yes,
1: Okay, I do remember too. this conversation. Was this yesterday or the day yeah. before? Yeah, remember, two days ago. right uh, yeah. someone brought up like a meat pie or something? Mixed yeah. meat pie, yes. yeah.
2: My grandparents. English immigrants. Awful food.
1: Awful. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Terrible.
0: Um, you can uh, you can uh, pat yourself on the back for doing double duty. Even though I tried to get you out of some, uh, some work tonight, uh, you're That's always okay. there and very gracious with your time, and uh, we certainly appreciate it. And Chapman, yes, thank
2: her. Of course, Ashley, you know I appreciate you coming on and joining us, and you know I I probably owe thank you another you apology for, for breezing you the talk other to me, night. Because
1: as Darren knows, I can talk. He has to listen to me at the office every day, sitting in front of him.
0: Positivity him, Alley. Like How's your, friend, every, how's your friend? How's your friend, by company? the way? Uh, last time you were on the radio <laughs> with us, you said your friend gave you uh, some some advice, and it ended up being uh, your fiance at the time. How's 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 your friend doing?
1: So he was actually not my fiance at the time. So I think calling him my friend on oh. the radio may oh. have, you know, kind of given the little nudge. Oh, so, we went uh, from. It's worked out. It's worked out. He is doing well, and we are doing well. In fact, I don't know. Uh, I, I, Darren, I'm sure, will be at the Vegas Golden Knights game tonight, but uh, he will probably be at City National Arena playing some men's league so, yes. on Darren's team. So hopefully oh, he's on your well team. That, Darren. Yeah. So yeah.
2: have you slipped and called him your boyfriend instead of fiancé?
1: Yes. Yes, for sure.
2: Okay. For sure. Well, at least he's not Definitely. the friend anymore.
1: No. At least he's not the friend. He's upgraded from the friend.
2: <laughs> I won't make he's, he's,
1: that mistake again. He's one of our Darren our most... will never. Darren will never. I think Darren was more upset about that than he was. Yeah, it brought... Just kidding. Darren it, was not upset. We all thought it was fine. It but.
0: brought Nick and I together. Uh, he's a, he's a, a charter member of the Special Ops Pickles on, on Thursday night at uh, City National Arena. <laughs> oh my it's just the best name ever, uh, Special Ops uh, Pickles. Hey, uh, thanks for this, uh, Ash. We'll see you uh, tonight here at the game.
1: Thanks, guys. See you
0: soon. Bye. She's the best. Yeah. She's yeah. so awesome. I like her, a and lot. I tried cool. to get her. I tried to give her a night off, like a little bit less. Yeah, well, you didn't and tell you were, me. And no. You were like double, No, I, I, he, he, I'm afraid yeah. I've offended her. You offend her all the time. So, you offend me all the time. You offend us all. all yeah, the but time. see, I
2: don't care if I offend yeah. you. I like her. I do care if I offend mm-hmm. her. So mm-hmm. when when you said, oh well, well, you know, maybe give her the night off, I had already asked her. So I felt yeah. bad about saying, hey, I'm right beside her. I'm like, like you're not doing this time. It's courtesy. It's courtesy. I didn't want to bump her. I'd be like, hey,
0: we got the results from the poll yesterday we'll get to that in just a little bit but I want to get to Bruce Cassidy from this morning this is teeing up uh, tonight's game and uh, updating the roster that's available tonight and going down a couple of different paths including Paul Cotter uh, coaching a Stanley Cup champion uh, raising the banner here is Bruce Cassidy this morning at sig National Arena you do this day with maybe a final exam for some of the
3: roster Well, they won't be in tonight, Max and Brisson, so um, we're looking at sort of starting to solidify some lines. Carly's not in, so Howie's going to play center, so obviously there's a spot beside Stevie and Stoney. I believe Carly will be fine next week, but um, for tonight at least Paul goes in there, so chance to play up in the lineup a little bit, um, and Pav will be with Ammo and, and Howie. And then Nick Waugh's line will be together, Jack's line will be together. And Back end, um out, Marty's out. Is there anything there with Martinez? And yeah, he's he's had a little upper body issue he's dealing with, so he won't play tonight or doesn't look like Saturday. I don't think, again, it's anything long-term for him, but uh, he's out. Wait. I'd like us to start looking like we used to look, so to speak. Um, I understand it's preseason. There's no must-win games in preseason. It's just let's start to look like we want to look and play our style of hockey and get closer to that so that when Tuesday comes around, we're not trying to just flip a switch, so to speak. I know there's a different energy level, intensity level, but, you know, let's start we started building our game in training camp, but this is a you know a big you know, bigger building block let's try to put in place and get into our rhythm of of playing with the, the people we typically play with. <clears throat> is it good then Colorado sending something close to their Yeah and, and I, I think you anticipate that the last few games you're I'm assuming LA will Saturday too have something. Now I don't know that. Maybe they're playing tonight with their lot, la- but in general you assume that and you hope that to be honest with you. Um so yeah it'd be a good test. <clears throat> system this time last year you were I mean it was just teaching and they were trying to learn it this year training camp they already knew it are there wrinkles you're throwing in is it just kind of remastering it no it's just getting back acclimated to it I mean you're always trying to make an adjustment here or there but nothing major in that you know last year there was issues when defensemen went to hand off players behind the net coming up the walls now they're clean on those so our center can anticipate kill a few more plays quicker I think that's the toughest job for the centre, making that quick switch so that you do eliminate time and space. For the wingers, That's holding their dot line, pushing plays back down a wall, not opening up space high. So that's always a work in progress because there's some patience there involved. But we're farther along, or we should be. I I think we have been. I don't think that's been a big issue in our games. We're not giving up a ton of high-quality shots from the slot because of D-zone breakdowns. The ones that are coming. We had a few turnovers the other night. We lost some battles, and there, it's not system, right? That's just you know you got to will the other guy, and you got to manage the puck, and so that happens a lot in preseason with every team. <clears throat> so um, yes, we should be farther along in that. I don't know if it'll guarantee success or not. In the past, I think I've said this. I believe in that system that helps your goaltender and helps your goals against, and that's our plan again this year. <laughs> like he did in Boston last year. Um, if you can turn back your memory clock, he played pretty well with them on that road trip. Uh, we were short a few players and uh, go to the net, be uh, a good four-checker. Uh, Stoney's got a great head for the game. <clears throat> and one of the things how he does well is, because he creates some uncomfortable situations for the D, Stoney's able to anticipate where the puck's going. And with Stevie's speed, it becomes a really good four-checking line. Um, and then off the rush, Howie's done a great job in that line of getting to the net. Um, so make sure you get there, Paul, when you can. And if not, then find some ice, because Stoney will typically find you um, in O-zone play. D-zone, nothing changes no matter who he plays with. Same with the neutral zone. Um, but that's how he can be good on that line.
0: With, with camp almost over, what's the biggest difference you've noticed coaching the Cup champions compared to coaching teams that weren't
3: for last year? I don't know that I have as much yet, to be honest, because our groups are always split up, right? So we had a group on the other day. It was a short um, a Tuesday morning skate. It was a group of guys that didn't play, but it wasn't all of us. And so yesterday and today are kind of the first days. So I think that's a better question to answer as we go forward a little bit here. Just haven't had the groups have just been split. So you're still doing a lot of evaluating, teaching with all you know, the guys that weren't here last year. <clears throat>
0: the raising of the banner
3: Who said that, sir?
0: Knight, oh. The raising of the banner is the, is the end of the celebration and you must flip the, page, flip the page like kind of in the middle of that you kind of have to be because after that it's game on and ready to go How do you make that happen? Will you be involved in
3: that? Well, we'll have conversations on Monday. I, I think actually Sunday when that you know, they're kind of a ring presentation that that should be it by monday it's time to go to work tuesday the banner raising should be just a that should be your goal for next year or sorry this year what you want to do next year right when you see that go up it's like okay all our hard work you know that is going to be there forever they say flag fly forever banners that banner will be there forever um be proud of that but that shouldn't be a celebration for us that should be a reminder of Everything we accomplished last year, and the why we put the work in in the summer and training camp. So that would be the message, you know. When you see that go up, okay, this is this is why we play. So you know, carry that forward. On at seven or whatever, seven thirty. But it's sorry, seven thirty game, right? Isn't it? So eight o'clock, whatever the puck drop is, let's be ready. So there shouldn't be a lot of celebrating then. There's more of an acknowledgement that you know we were the best team in the league last year, but this is a new year. A number of guys have talked about having best. <coughs>
0: stuff but mick why and brett howdy in particular said and maybe this is just because they're where they are in their age they tested better
3: than they ever had they've done less work but said i'm stronger than they've ever been how, did, how does how has your group tested and how have they uh, worked in training camp yeah we don't release all that individual stuff but i will say this the testing was was very good according to dougie who runs it upstairs uh, some of the best numbers he's ever seen so they're they're not lying Um, there's always a few guys we want to be in a little better shape that's doesn't matter if you win lose or somewhere in between but i like the numbers that came back a lot of guys are stronger have put on have dropped body fat and put on weight, which usually means you're putting on good weight and muscle. Um, I assume those guys will fall in that category. Um, I didn't look at Nick's, but how we definitely did. So sometimes, you know, you, you don't have that two months of, well... You know, it's May 1st. I can wait to start working out till, you know what I mean? I can get, get a few things done that are more fun. Whereas when you go right up until almost July 1st, I mean, let's face it, by the time the parade, and it's it's getting, to, you're thinking, oh, July, I got to get back. So you don't take as much time off. So how will that affect you mentally, I think, would be the bigger question come January February, right? You didn't have that downtime maybe uh, on the mental side of it. Will you, will you be able to push through the grind? That That's how I, I would see it. Um, I think these are young guys. They pride themselves in their conditioning, so they are going to get it done. They're not going to take, say, well, I'm going to take a month off anyway just because I need it. They're, they're not going to do that. Um, and I think when you win, there's motivation to get back there, too. It's like, man, this was all worth it. I'm going to do it again. Uh, that, that mental fatigue, is that something
0: that you're going to monitor if you have to build in something?
3: Yeah, yeah we, we will have to monitor to that. And if you ask around, I'm not a... Um, I'm not that guy that's – I remember Pete Laviolette a couple years ago. It was something about they went out west, and if they won both games in Calgary and Edmonton, he was going to wear a horse head around or something. I don't know. It seemed like a, a nice idea, but that ain't me. I'm just not that guy to sort of come up with those things. So, but maybe this is a year we'll have to to, to keep them fresh and, or ask the players for some feedback. and that. I do know you're going to have to trust your players more in terms of uh, being ready to go at puck drop. You know that just the way it is because you're going to have to take freshen up and take a few more days i do believe that uh through the course of the year uh, you're going to have to let them decompress more that they missed out in the summer it has to come somewhere so it might be in january december february so that that part of it we will keep an eye on that and that's where maybe conversations come in you'd ask me about you talk to coaches that just won maybe you're talking to more in there it's like okay what did you guys do in the middle of the year when you hit the wall what'd you do and maybe they'll be open with you and and maybe you won't but that's something that we'll have to recognize for sure
0: very very informative uh bruce cassidy Uh, this morning uh, prior to this game against the colorado avalanche both teams going with uh, a lot of nhl talent vegas uh, icing uh, basically a full national hockey league roster something that is very reminiscent from what you will see on opening night but uh, this could certainly pass as a, a roster that you will see during the course of the regular season uh, for Vegas. And uh, Jack Eichel, Chandler Stevenson, Brett Howden, Nick Waugh will be your centers tonight. You'll have uh, that Barbashev, Eichel, Marcia Soline playing as a unit. Uh, You would have Stevenson, Stone, and Howden uh, together, but Howden's uh, dropping down because William Carlson is not able to go. But uh, this is uh, uh, a full, as far as those that are available to go, this is a dress rehearsal for Vegas tonight. Yeah,
2: it doesn't seem like there will be too many changes for Tuesday night. Obviously, a lot will depend on William Carlson. But like Bruce Cassidy said, he, he anticipates that William will be available next week. So uh, for a couple guys, maybe, like I said earlier, their last opportunity to impress. But it's going to be fun tonight. I mean, this is as close to a regular season game as we've gotten. So I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm really excited to see the top line back together because I feel like that line is in, in store for some big things this year uh,
0: You know on the subject of uh, Player testing and fitness testing You come back and everybody goes through The uh, the various challenges uh, That the uh, Fitness people set up For you, uh, the uh, therapists And The the fact that the testing was really good uh, is, is another one of those Things that I didn't anticipate in the sense Of the less time you have off The better you're going to test when you Come back, that makes sense it, it really does. I don't know why it didn't compute to me, but nobody has – Bruce basically said "Where nobody had time to get out of shape and then come all the way back. Now, you, you didn't have any time to really decompress totally like you, you would any normal time. But physically, this team is in great position right now, managing the mental uh, challenges of a, of a eight-month National Hockey League regular season – will at some point uh, become something that they have to get over and get through. Yeah,
2: there was a really fascinating discussion by Bruce. I, mean, I think he mentioned, was it Nick Hague and Brett Howden lost body fat and put on more muscle? Mm-hmm. So that that's, I mean, when you think about a short offseason, you don't really think about guys lo- having the time to, to, to put on more muscle mass. But it was a really fascinating discussion and and. I was intrigued listening to But if to you don't
0: have time to get really like, take a shape. step back yeah. and then you start training again, you are going to be better.
2: Yeah, I remember talking to a former player one time and he was telling me, yeah, you know what? When you hit that golf course, basically your skates come off and you don't put them back on till July. And if it's in April or May, it's a long time to not be out there working out. So, um, you know, you're, you're, you're right. And, and it was something that I had never really
0: thought about. But when Bruce talks about it, it, it makes a ton of sense. News and notes from around the National Hockey League coming up in one-timers. Big contract has been signed, and that will uh, impact the Golden Knights from a division rival, and we will get to you the very latest on the results of yesterday's poll regarding our game recap category and what's happening on today's second offering. It's the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Vegas Golden Knights going with a dress rehearsal of sorts tonight against the Colorado Avalanche here in their sixth preseason game of the season. No Zach Whitecloud. Won't see him for the rest of the week. A doubtful from the sounds of it that we'll see Alec Martinez uh, or William Carlson for sure. Uh, that sounds like uh, that he's going to, uh, they're going to take their time on that. Uh, so there's three veterans between Martinez, who's battling something, uh, upper body, and uh, Zach Whitecloud is out and William Carlson. And we'll keep an eye out just to, to see whether or not all of them or two or maybe one, uh, hopefully, will. Uh, they'll be uh, closer when it comes to raising the banner on Tuesday. Uh, Signing to tell you about. The contract demands have been met in a way enough that uh, Jamie Drysdale of the Anaheim Ducks whose last game Remember, he got hurt here. Yes, uh, last season. Defenseman with the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, he's under contract, uh, two point three million dollars for three years. Same term as Trevor Zegras signed for uh, to end uh, his stalemate. So both young players for the Anaheim Ducks are both under contract going into the regular season. Zegras uh, was five point seven five per, and uh, Drysdale two point three per. They'll both be restricted free agents when they are up. So uh, that's positive on that organization as they try to uh, be a little bit more competitive. And uh, Greg Cronin is the new head coach there. Want to tell you about uh, what's happening with the salary cap the NHL Board of Governors uh, met today, uh, Michael Anlauer, was formally welcomed in, the new owner of the Ottawa Senators. But the salary cap projections have been made. And for next year, it's expected the $83.5 million salary cap will go up 4 to $5 million. So next year, we're looking at uh, $87.5 to 88 a half. There's an outside shot of getting the 90. But $4.5 million is everything that uh, that I've heard about the increase in the salary cap. First time that we've seen that in a while. So a lot of guys that are on one-year deals and are trying to time this uh, in a really good situation. $4.5 million dollars to five. That sounds like a lot, but it'll be gobbled up pretty quickly.
2: Yeah. Good news for the Golden Knights, though. Is they news. have a couple of guys who are in the final years of their deals, Alec Martinez and... and Jonathan Marsha so jump out Chandler Stevenson Chandler Stevenson as well so uh you know it, it, it's good in that you're able to have that extra four and a half at least four and a half million dollars because you have to expect one of those guys will probably as you mentioned eat up all of that four and a half so good to get that extra jump in the in the cap but good news for teams that have a lot of players on their their
0: final year of the deal as well four and a half probably feels like 20 million to some teams <laughs> yeah that just having an, any type of wiggle room Compared to the last couple, uh, Alex Kaliev, who's got one of the great shots in the National Hockey League, LA Kings uh, forward. He's been suspended a couple of games for kneeing, uh, kneeing in the game against the Anaheim Ducks uh, the other night. Got a two minute a minor at the time. Player safety department looks at uh, everything. Uh, they deemed it to be an illegal uh, play, and they give Kaliev a two game preseason suspension. So here's if it's a bad hit, it's never it's a bad hit, and kneeing is one of the worst hits that you can do. But from a Kalia point of view, he gets two games in the preseason. What's the best part about that? Don't say he gets a missed preseason game. Oh, that's exactly no, what I no, was going to no, say. No, it it doesn't cost him any cash. Really? Oh. You, you don't get paid in the preseason. <laughs> so if if you get if that's two games in the regular season, he loses cash. Two game checks, yeah, out of it. But you don't get paid in the preseason. You don't, don't get paid in the playoffs. So you get suspended in there. Uh, the, the cash part of it is as bad as the games that you're going to be missing. So that's uh, that's positive on, on uh, Calia's front. But we won't <laughs> see him for that final preseason game on Saturday between Vegas and the Los Angeles Kings. Is there is there something
2: lower or worse than a slap on the wrist? Because if, if that's not a slap on the wrist, there's got to be something below a slap well, it's on the wrist. Well, still a suspension. Yeah, but it's preseason. And he's
0: not losing any money. It's it's hard to do. I understand what you're saying. Like, should all suspensions carry over to the regular season? Initially, I thought that that was the case, but uh, the National Hockey League said it was two preseason games. So, uh, it it's not very impactful a preseason suspension unless you're a player who's trying to make trying the cut to, to make the team, and then it, it really takes you uh, out of the mix let's uh, let's get into first of all uh, tonight's game is on TNT Kenny Albert's here with Eddie Olchick, uh two of my favorite people uh, the podcast dropped today uh, Kenny Albert joining me uh, his uh, his book is called a Mike for all seasons we go through all the different stories. he was taught how to wear contact lenses by a current NHL general manager really yeah Interesting. Who was his roommate at the time in the minors? Wow. And he once had to take a cab to his home in New York. Okay. To make sure from a hockey game to make uh, a baseball game. <laughs> because the flights were all shut down. Yeah. So he had to take he had to take a cab from I think Buffalo to New, to his home in New oh. York and then and then get in and do the baseball game. Oh. All kinds of crazy stories. That's awful. From, from from Kenny Albert. So listen to the Chirp podcast. <laughs> it's, it's available right now. Uh, tons of fun with Kenny. I'm glad he's in the building tonight. And I can't wait to really dive in uh, to the book. Uh, update us on the poll. This is the category search for the 2023-24 game rating scale. Uh, What we will be talking about. We've done peppers in the past. Uh, We've done Bob Ross paintings. uh, Discontinued cars last year. The search is on. We have 16 candidates. The first poll yesterday was a dead heat between booze slash whiskey. So the best whiskey, rye whiskey, uh, if you want, or the worst, the cheapest. We'll probably end up getting sued there, but uh, (laughs) but it'll still be fun because we all like our Manitoba martinis with a double Ryan <laughs> diet. And uh, or and it was a dead heat with uh, what we saw as breakfast cereals. Who ended up winning as voting is now closed on that? So
2: as we went to break, there was one minute left, and it was tied, 33-33. Yeah. But during the break, the voting closed, and booze, Whiskey, by virtue of those final few votes, edged ahead 34% to
0: 33%. I've never been prouder of our audience yeah snubbing your nose at breakfast and going straight into the liquor cabinet well like i told you last i love you guys all of you
2: my hangover cure i put a little whiskey in my fruit loops in the morning that's the
0: goofiest (laughs) thing that i've heard that is not a
2: hangover cure don't try that at home (laughs) have you ever done that no, no. Okay,
0: because that's a sign of a problem.
2: <laughs> Maybe just a little bit. No, no. Hey, you didn't grow up in New Jersey, so. I don't care. That, that's <laughs> a sign of
0: a problem. And, and, and I've had a few problems in, in the course Still of no. my life. Today's poll. So, who's yes. whiskey wins uh, a nail-biter over breakfast cereals? Today's four options uh, are desserts. Yes. Star Wars characters. Yes. Vacation spots. Yep. And pro wrestlers. What's the well, up-to-date poll. That's the order that they
2: are in right now. Desserts oh. leading 37% to 35% over Star Wars characters. Wow. vacation. That's spots, an upset to me. I would say so too, yeah. Vacation spots, 15%, and pro wrestlers rounding out the rear at 13%. I voted for pro wrestlers. Not doing so hot. I'm going to get on my, my platform so Rita gets angry at me. I don't know what Rita voted for, but I'm pumping, I'm pumping up pro wrestlers. I want I want Macho Man Randy Savage in there somehow.
0: Yesterday's poll, on the outset, I thought, would be between coffee and breakfast cereals. Coffee finished last. And booze whiskey came from the outside and locked it down. Today, I thought it would be a runaway for Star Wars characters. Well, you, you will be happy
2: to know that the Manitoba beverage of choice, the Slurpee, did not finish last. It finished third. Mm-hmm
0: beat coffee so but but desserts but desserts is is standing up for itself right now no more people as much as we love our star wars it's not for everybody yeah so so maybe desserts is just the the thing that everybody can relate to well everyone could enjoy desserts uh, for sure we're off to like the, the final and all these categories that win will go to a final poll and you will vote on so right now it would be booze whiskey and desserts. Imagine that choice. Wow. Wow. I, and I have no idea what's coming the like rest of the Sit down week. at the yeah. table. What do, what do you want? You're going to go for the dessert? Oh. You're going to go for the booze and whiskey? Listen. What's, I, in, what's in front of you? What are you taking if you can only have one? I can tell you this. I've been to a buffet where there have been desserts galore. I've no. never been what to a you, buffet where there's... What do you, what do you, one, one's want over desserts. here, one's over I'm, there. I'm going dessert. Oh, you're going dessert? Yeah. Uh, I'm all day long with the booze. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's not
2: that might be the sign you have a problem, too. <laughs> but, no, I'm just
0: thirsty. Yeah, hey, we're stay all, hydrated.
2: But, that's not the way to stay hydrated, though. Make you dehydrated. You drink enough of it. You drink
0: enough of it, you're hydrated. <laughs> all right? All right. Uh, we'll be catching up with Chapman as we continue. Those are your one timers. News notes from around the National Hockey League and Fox Sports, in Las Vegas.
2: When the guy wouldn't stop talking, we had no choice but to give him his own segment. It's time for Catching Up with Chapman.
0: Chappy, you are doing the pregame, the intermissions, and the postgame show tonight in uh, place of Ryan Wallace, who we hope will be back tomorrow. What do you got planned? Uh, well, we
2: are going to talk to Dan Duva coming up. I'm curious. I'm going to ask Dan. He interviews so many guys over the course of the season. I wonder how many times he's interviewed. Mm-hmm. over the course of the season. It's
0: going to be real interesting. Because Dan's not working the game tonight because Brian McCormick's yes. on the radio call. My, yeah. my good friend Brian McCormick.
2: Yeah, we're we're really lucky here because we've got Dan, who I think is an incredible <laughs> play-by-play guy. But Brian McCormick is really good, and I'm lucky because I get to listen to both of them because I do run the occasional Silver Knights game. So I get to hear Brian, and Brian's a guy... The, the funny thing is the three of us are long-suffering New York Jet fans. So we have that running joke, and... and <laughs> When I saw Brian in the preseason, first game, and we just looked at each other and we put our head in our hands and we said, here we go again. Because obviously the whole Aaron Rodgers four snaps thing. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm getting a little more excited, getting a little more anticipation because it's been, it, it, it was a short summer for all of us. But I enjoy jumping in and being able to do this. It's like, it's why I got into this business and it's it's something I'm looking forward to. And I just hope every time I do it, I get better. I get to do it Saturday as well. So uh, back-to-back games for me.
0: Good people. I love good people. And there's people that are eh, nice. Yes. And then there's spectacular human beings. Brian McCormick is a spectacular human being. What puts him, like, right over the top, though, is his sense of humor. Yes. The dude is a funny, funny person. It's self-deprecating, all of it. But he is, he's is he got one-liners, zingers to fit every occasion. Not all of it for air. <laughs> but uh, but he just he is a guy that uh, the, I could host a show with. He's gonna beat over this every Monday uh, this year on the VGK Insider show I'll bring us up to Daniel Henderson but he's a guy that you could do a show with every day and, and never be bored and never probably hear the same joke or, or same line twice.
2: Yeah he's he's a fun guy to have a conversation with and and one of the things I do enjoy about him is, is as you mentioned his sense of humor and it's cool he's gonna be joining you guys because he's a super talented guy as well. And he's been around the game a long time. He was a player, a a, a
0: prospect, I believe at he's, one he's point. He's got a DB account, early yeah, so, prospect uh, account. So, so, when you search Brian McCormick, yeah. his his little bio will show up. So that's
2: that's really cool. And he's a guy who's well traveled within the business. I know he was in San Antonio before he came here. So, you know, a guy who's traveled around with the game—it's been part of his life for a long time. So it's it's always fun talking to guys like that.
0: I've been checking a long time. I have a I have a hockey PB. Do you listing? But it's 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 either Millard spelled differently or Darren spelled wrong. Oh well, it's not uh, you then. But it, but the numbers are not good. <laughs> I, I know that the numbers are not good from uh, what we my talk about like
2: four four goals against that that. Type uh,
0: of... I, I don't even know what it was. No, it's probably higher than that. Back in the uh, back in the late eighties, yeah, early nineties. Uh, that uh, with Dauphin. So Did you we... play against someone famous? Like like is there someone Ooh. that you played against when you were? Well, Barry Trotz was the coach of my team the year before I went there. Oh wow. So I missed him by a year. And I always joke with Barry, you just got out in time. <laughs> yeah, he never would have. <laughs> never. I would have brought him down so bad that nobody would have heard of him. You know what, so so, though? That, but that's how close uh, <laughs> Barry and I were. Golden uh, Knight
2: fans may not want to know about that because they might be wishing you had played a, a year later or a year early and sunk his career. But, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's really cool, though. Like yes. Barry Trots I mean, the guy's a Stanley Cup-winning coach.
0: And I could have ruined it all. Yes. <laughs> you take it, you take have it that down. type of power. Uh, <laughs> seriously, uh, thanks to Ashley Weiss uh, for joining us a uh- Bruce Cassidy, who is so gracious with allowing us to run his morning availability, media availability, and you, the listener, for taking the time uh, to be with us. No TV tonight for Scripps Sports. It's on TNT with Kenny and Edzo and company. Uh, We'll be back with you on Saturday afternoon. The radio side, uh, it's Status Quo uh, with uh, the Lotus and, and Fox Sports Las Vegas, with Brian McCormick in the booth, with Gary, and handing it off, to Chris Chapman for your pregame intermissions and postgame. When you call up later on, be nice to him and have a great time tonight there, Chappie. I will. I will. Thank you. Be good. The pregame show is up next on Fox Sports Las Vegas.